Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round young virgin mother and child Holy infant so tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly it's seldom that I get really excited about hearing an old Christmas song, kind of a new version. But this happened to me. Our good friend, Jada Valenti, is with us today. She did a great rendition of Silent Night. It's in multiple languages, beautifully sung. And I've heard that song sung by so many people, Jada. What made you take that on? And boy, did you put your own spin on it. I mean, it's on YouTube. It is terrific. Oh, thank you so very much. Well... It's part of a, uh, of a full album that we are working uh, on the, of Christmas songs. So, and we needed to choose the first single. And because I love to, I speak many languages. I love to sing in many languages to please all my fans that come from different uh, parts of the world. I, Silent Night is one of probably one of the oldest uh, uh, Christmas carol because it's been written uh, in Austria 400 years ago in German, and it's existing in I don't know 100 and gazillions of languages. So I said. <laughs> Let me pick uh, pick up that one. And about, uh, I'm happy that you like uh, the, the the way I did it with uh, with the guitar, basically giving the, a different kind of vibe and groove to the song. Is because, as you said, I mean we we all try to write new Christmas songs, but we all are so um, uh, I don't know in love with these uh, classic songs because I think we all have memory that bring us back to our youth, uh, at least that's for me. I sing it also in Italian, which is Astro del Cielo, and I remember hearing that song as a little girl with my grandmother in church. So, And we all have our own memories attached to those songs. So we need to write original songs as well for Christmas, I think, personally, being a songwriter. But we can never let go this this kind of classic. And, 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 and still, I'm honored that you like, because as you said, I was debating with myself when I was choosing the uh, the song for the album, What to Sing. I mean, there are so many beautiful versions of each and every one of the songs that uh, I wanted to sing, but I'm like, you know, everybody gives a different, different spin, and uh, that's my spin. And I recorded, indeed, uh, uh, in a one single in English and in Spanish, in Spanish because, I mean, uh, we are in the United States, and even though I have many fans that are of Italian heritage, uh, I have to be honest, uh, 50% of my fans are uh, Spanish-speaking people, and uh, so I'm going to please them first. And then I go to my own people. My own people can wait. Noche de paz, noche de amor, 
<laughs> well, I have to say, you know, I saw it, and it was funny because I love your stuff. You've been doing great music for years. We've had you on the show okay. several times. So I saw this, and I go, oh, Silent Night. Everybody does that. I mean, I have heard even people like Barbara Streisand have sung it, and, and it's fine. It's all good. But I, I watch this thing, and I go, my gosh, this is a beautiful song. Doesn't you know? If you like it before, you're going to love this because it's just a different way to sing a great song. And because we know the words, uh, either yeah. in English or Spanish, it's great. But I, I, I got to give you credit. It, were you a little afraid of that when you were starting? Oh, gosh, you know, I, I don't – because – you always do. You always put your own spin on songs. That's a tough one because everybody's heard this since they were little kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one thing, I mean, I always change, let's say, the instrumentations and sometimes the, the way the songs are arranged. But if you pay good attention uh, when I come, when I sing, I'm, I'm really, because I'm a songwriter, I'm very, um, I never change the melody that the song was written. So it's written, it's written, la, da, da, da. That's, the, that's the melody. You shouldn't do, la, da, da, da. that's not the way to do it. The melody is silent night. And then it should be singing. Then around you can put guitars, you can put violins, you can put a trumpet, you can do a saxophone as long as you are. I think people will forgive me the arrangement, but they will hear the melody that we are all uh, we have heard the whole life, so I'm ever, I never seldom change the melody, and I always keep honesty to the way the songwriter had it when he wrote it. So I never change the melody, I change the arrangement. And this song has been done so many times, but all my favorite artists. So when I was with Greg Field discussing how shall we do this song, of course, it's uh, I asked my fans which one is uh, the song that you like, and of course, uh, Silent Night was on top of the list, but so was uh, a White Christmas, so was the Christmas song because we all love the same song. So I cannot wait to share with everybody also next year my album because I, I there are 14 songs and a whole classic of uh, let's say of the Christmas uh, material but I have um, I've I, I've I've changed the arrangement. I can't wait for it. I, I tell you after hearing that and I thought it was great you put it out this year cuz <laughs> we get a little taste of it. But you know you you're surrounding yourself with big big names and you're doing things with the Royal Philharmonic and so forth. Yes. Uh and I think that's really good. You know, Christmas albums are, are are not what they once were. And it's just great to see that. First of all, it's great to see somebody releasing an album, just of that. And then to take some of these songs. And, and was this kind of a, a result of the pandemic where you were stuck at home, you had to do some of these things, so <laughs> you got that battalion mind of yours working, what can I do special? <laughs> It, it kind of was because I mean uh, the pandemic was happening and uh, it's been um, tough for all of us artists. Let's say because we have been out of work, honestly, not making money and just staying home. And especially a little artist like me that I'm not, let's say that I have already millions of dollars in the bank account, it was kind of tough. But on the other hand, it also gave us made a, made us more human. And mm-hmm. when I'm saying made us more human, I mean also the musicians because I've been blessed to know some of the greatest musicians of the American uh, and also the world, let's say. So when I was home and I went, I said, let me do a little Christmas uh, recording. I wanted to keep it small, you know. And then I was like, okay, let me reach out to Nathan East. He's one of he's the greatest bass player in the world, right? He's touring with Kerry Clapton. 
I, it was guessed at one of these uh, live streaming I did. I became a good friend with him. I recorded once a few years back. So I called Nathan. I said, Nathan, listen, I have this idea. I, I said, I'm home. I'm doing nothing. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Then uh, I had work in the past with uh, Tarika Kuni, is the musical director of Just Global. I called him and I said, yes, I'm home. Let's do it. Then and, uh, another, uh, my, my producer, Greg Field, he said, you know what? I know another guitar player that would be so happy to play, Anthony Wilson. He plays for, already for 20 years with... Uh, Diana Kroll. We called him and said, I'm in. The week that we were able to move around, so we went to LA and it was the opening of Capitol Studios. Wow. It was the first time they were open during the pandemic, so they were all happy to have finally musicians in. So I was suddenly there and everybody that is in that recording of Silent Night and in the album are the cram, the top of the top of the, even the, the engineer, Dom Ray, as I don't know, 10, 10 Grammy as a sound engineer, engineer, all the, the major records. So everybody that was playing. And it was special because, for instance, Tariq Kuni being an amazing guitar player had never worked with Anthony Wilson because they're both playing guitar. And suddenly I had him. And not only I had also, also um, another guitar player that I had met when I was uh, working with Bocelli. So suddenly there was, was a, the most joyful recording ever in the Studio Hay of Capital Studio. So it was just a blessing that because of the pandemic, everybody was home and everybody could not wait to start making music again. And then again, to go even in, it's surreal even for me to tell, then suddenly we said, oh, we need strings, we need strings. And uh, Greg Field said, you know, I have contacts in London with Abbey Rhodes. I've done just another album. We said, and the Royal Philharmonic, because Hollywood is not so busy, they may have some time in their schedule and we can have them for, you know, an independent kind of budget like was mine, because all this record is being independently produced and supported by some fans here in, uh, in Las Vegas. They said, we want to chip in. We want to give you the opportunity to create something wonderful. And before I knew Steve, I had not only the Royal Philharmonic for Studio A at the Abbey Road Studio in London. I had uh, we needed a conductor. We couldn't fly. Uh, we could not fly anybody from the United States because of COVID. So the Royal Philharmonic said, "Well, what about uh, uh, Robert Ziegler? Robert Ziegler is the conductor of the Royal Philharmonic for all the James Bond movie, the Star Trek movie." I was like, "What?" And I could have him. And so I woke up at five thirty in the morning, and we put the speakers in my living room here in Las Vegas, and. They were, we were live with Abbey Road Studio, and I heard Rob, Robert Ziegler say, Giada, buongiorno. And I heard the Royal Philharmonic playing my music. We were holding live streaming video, and I mean, they are organized because they do this day in, day out. It was just like, to these days, when I think about it, I get emotional because me, I mean, yeah. let's be honest, I'm just an artist that tried to to do everything beautiful and to go places, but I'm still, let's say, at the beginning of everything. So for me to, to, to receive this, because as I said, it was really a work of love of so many people. They were just like, let's help Java, let's make this happen. It was just, it was just surreal, magical. And, and, and I think that, uh, I mean, people, hopefully people can hear it in the music uh, that uh, it's, it's been a joyful, I mean, Christmas music is about joy, love and peace, but this has been, of all my recording, this is, has been the, the, the biggest, let's say, that uh, as an entity of the talent that I have in, but also 
very joyful, very well, yeah. surreal. Sometimes I pinch myself. Well, yeah, this <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, Abbey Roads and Capitol Records oh, is hollowed ground. And, you know, you kind of did this yourself, which fascinates me that you just said, hey, I want to put this together and – you, yeah. you you have friends, you ask them, and you're you're surrounding yourself with an incredible team. I mean, it's oh. got to be just uh, it's amazing what you can do if uh, if you if you put your mind to it. I guess it's incredible. It's true, and I'm always saying. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I, sometimes uh, people say, "Oh, you're." It's not easy. I mean, it's not been easy. And I have I've had days where you you know things were going over budget and I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to make this happen or that other happen? And then suddenly my mother and father, they said, well, we don't have much, but we want to chip in. And then other two friends of mine said, well, we don't have much, but you deserve this. So everybody that knew that I was struggling at a certain point, I had everything and I couldn't finish. And, and they were like, let me help you. So I'm always saying that I, I can never stop saying that I'm counting my blessings Every day, every single day, I, I, um, I have a lot of struggles like everybody, but I, I must say that, that uh, you know, ask and you should receive, they say. And I ask sometimes kindly to everybody. I receive many no's. I receive many people that say, we love you, but we cannot help or we don't want to yeah. help, whatever. And I never keep a grunge on my face. I'm always saying everybody has their own reason and everybody has their, has their own oh, planning. Like I do, I have my own planning. So I keep going on my own directions and I, I i i always say you know when one door opens uh closed you can open another one i i, I live day by day i'm, I'm kind of crazy Steve, <laughs> if you think about it but of this project i'm very very proud because i mean i'm just a, a little italian woman with a big dream and and uh, i struggle i try to 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 make it happen and then sometimes magic things happen but i must say that uh there are so many people that uh, are always willing to help. If you ask for respect and 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 uh, just ask, I'm, I'm always say to all the artists: uh, for none of us is easy. Uh, being an artist, you do it because you love it. Otherwise, I'm always say find another job because it's not right. an easy profession. <laughs> well, you know, and but, that's why your fans love you so much because we hear it constantly. They go, "Hey, when she puts on a show." She gives everything she has, and people can people can feel that. They know that's not phoned in. You'll enjoy being there. You give them their best, and they they really appreciate it. you guys. Have really, you've built up a bond with your fans because huh? they know what to expect, and consequently, they can't wait to go see you. Like, and you're going to be playing, by the way, and that's one of the other reasons we wanted to talk with you today. Sunday, December fifth, at the Smith Center at seven o'clock. Boy, I'm excited for that myself. Actually, actually, is uh, I've been doing. Be- I've never released a Christmas uh, Christmas music, but I've been doing for more than 10 years uh, a Christmas show called Love Under the Christmas Tree because uh, love for me is uh, Christmas. So it's a Christmas concert, actually, that we're doing at the Smith Center December 5th. So it's uh, um, a lot of Christmas songs, but of course, they're always my stories about, uh, as I said, the music. Uh, uh, all, each and every one of us has a story uh, related to the sounds we hear at the radio and we play. So I share my story. I share my the first Christmas when I realized that love was the most important thing. And I say it was when one Christmas, I was eight, nine years old. My father, for the first time, was not at home at Christmas night. And I realized 
the toys I was asking for, the things I wanted, didn't mean anything. My father, the joy of having my father there with my grandmother, and everybody, that was what Christmas was. So I share all these things, and it's really a, a show that, uh, all my shows for everybody, young and old, but Christmas is even more special. And, uh, and I must say that my fans always bring the whole family with them, grandpa, grandma, the grandkids. Of course, the uh, little girls love the fact that I wear the gowns, and there is uh, joyful music to sing, and there is always surprises. So it's, uh, I always say, it's one of my favorite shows to perform, the Love Under the Christmas Tree, because people come into the theater still already happy, you know? It's yeah, right. Christmas, <laughs> They're already the in a good mood. Are you going to play any <laughs> stuff from the new album at all? Uh, I'll be playing a few tracks from the new album. Yeah, because actually all the songs... Uh, that, are, that there's going to be an album next year. It's songs that I've been singing, but of course I rearranged them mm-hmm. at this point because uh, we need a, a Royal Philharmonic and I won't have it at a Smith Center. I only have a, a rhythm section. There will be, of course, some... We strip off the songs. I'm always saying songs... Uh, the melody is always the same, and then we put the, we dress them differently. But yeah, there's many songs that are going to be uh, in the album. Of course, I will share a few uh, a few uh, songs that uh, people may have never heard on Love Under the Christmas Tree that they have to wear until September next year to hear. But you know me, I can never contain myself. I have to to give and and. But I mean, it's a joyful moment. I cannot wait for uh, December the fifth. I'm going to have amazing musicians uh, like always uh, with me. And uh, so it, it, it's, uh, you know, it's Christmas time. Every day should, should, this, this, yeah. should be this feeling of Christmas, right? Right. And Smith Center is such a great place to watch a concert. Oh. And that really fits the type of music you sing. I think it's a perfect marriage. Next year we'll be uh, back, I'm sure, again with another, you know, the album will be out and so forth. Yep. I want you to make a tiramisu, you know, give people that recipe somewhere. <laughs> and Because I've heard about this tiramisu. People talk about it in here and in Europe. <laughs> so I'm waiting. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I'm going actually uh, to Texas to make uh, tiramisu classes uh, in, a, in, a, in a couple of days, just before my Christmas show. So because it's true, I love to make They call me the queen of tiramisu. So I have a sponsor that sponsors my uh, tiramisu classes. And uh, people think I'm a good chef because it's true, I can cook. I can cook decently. Uh, during the pandemic, I was teaching uh, on uh, social media how to cook. And uh, every time I meet um, uh, my friends, musicians in Las Vegas, they say, oh, you have to come in my house. We have to cook <laughs> something together. I'm like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> so I love to cook. And uh, it's so easy to cook uh, Italian food that uh, I'm very passionate. You're right. So I have to make for you, Tiramisu, one of these days. I will be there. Maybe we'll get a Facebook Live thing and we can put it together. It'd be great. But in the meantime, yeah. everybody, Sunday, December 5th, you don't want to miss it. 7 o'clock, Smith Center. If you've never been to the Smith Center, that's another reason oh. to go. But Jada Valente, uh, I have seen her uh, several times over the years, and it's always, always a great show. So we're looking forward oh. to it again, Jada. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, it's early, but why not? Merry Christmas. Yep, absolutely. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Silent night, oh Christmas light, all is calm, all is bright, radiant beams from
allá de paz y de amor. Sleep in heavenly What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com.